Hey, what's up? This is Jason Drone. Welcome to episode 166 of GSD Daily. Today we're going to talk about e-com stores. So um, a lot of people don't know this, but when I was 18 or 19, so this was actually like prior to Pepsi, I started an eBay business. And it was an interesting business because eBay was kind of just getting started. Not just getting started. It had been around for a couple of years, but, um, and, and it was where like power sellers really started moving a lot of product. So I was really into cars at the time, car stereos actually. And I found, so I was paging through a, a magazine of trucking. It was a trucking magazine. Um, and in this magazine, they were talking about, there was a ads. So there was like a six page ad of all the car parts that you could put on your truck. And at the very bottom, it said wholesale accounts can apply here. And I was like, well, shit, wholesale accounts. Does that mean that I can actually buy product wholesale and then sell it to somebody? Like they are now uh, you know, a, a supplier for me. So I called and it was exactly that. You know, I applied to be a wholesaler. And then what I did was I started taking the, I didn't, I didn't buy the product at all. I started taking their product shots, putting them on eBay, and then just marking up the bumper or marking up the hood scoop or marking up the whatever for the truck that we were trying to sell for. So that worked really well. I mean, I was in, I was at Mercer Northeast at the time, actually. So I was in Northeast here and um, I was selling quite a few bumpers. And by quite a few, I mean like 10 or 12 a month, you know, and basically I would take the money from eBay and then I'd give it to the wholesaler and the wholesaler would then drop ship it. So this was 22 years ago, it, 20, 20 ish years ago. It was a really long time. Then I ended up, uh, and at the time, I, I think I was working for Pepsi. That's interesting. I haven't thought about this in a long time. Um, so, it's, I don't know. That's probably where my love of the internet came from, that and blogging and all that other stuff. But anyway, so what happened was, is right around, right around that time, shipping got really expensive. So FedEx, UPS, like all that got super expensive. And... Uh, you just couldn't do anything with it, you know, so it jacked the shipping rates up, which jacked. So the wholesaler was charging me shipping rates and then my shipping rates got crazy because it's oversized bumpers and stuff. So it was 40, 60, $80 to ship it. And that was all my profit. That was a profit margin on a wholesale good. I didn't, this, I wasn't good at it, you know? So I ended up just kind of pausing that thing and whatever, you know? So, but that was the first e-com physical product business that I ever worked in, um, which is cool. You know, it, it was, there was a lot of, lot of learned lessons we were doing about, I think the very last month that I was doing it, I did 16,000 in revenue or so something, um, which, you know, isn't most of that goes right back out the, out, out the door because it's wholesale, you know? So um, it, it was just an, it was an interesting, it was an interesting learning experience. Let's put it that way. Now, um, fast forward to, to, to today, and we work with a lot of e-com stores who are doing or selling a lot of different product. 
Um, so most of the e-com stores are set up in Shopify. Uh, some of them are using other platforms, but you know, some of them are using WordPress and WooCommerce, but most of them are Shopify. Um, you know, and today I wanted to talk about a few things. So first of all, I want to talk about sourcing product. So there's two ways of sourcing product. Uh, I want to talk about specializing in something and then also running traffic and scaling stores. So this is, it could end up being a, a, a whole course all into itself, but I want to give a couple nuggets in each, in each, uh, scenario. Andrew says, hi. Hi, Andrew. How are you, buddy? <laughs> all right. So um, first of all, sourcing product. So there's a couple ways. There's two ways you can source product. You can you can either find stuff that you're going to sell yourself. So and it might be something you design in CAD or there's all kinds of really, really cool 3D CAD drawing kind of apps for iPads and stuff. They make it super, super easy to do it. Um, so if you have an idea for a product, you can design it up and send it to a manufacturer. And the manufacturer then, you know, can do a prototype and then send you supply and then you can sell it on, you know, your, your Shopify store or whatever. Um, that ends up being kind of a, a risky proposition because you don't know what's going to sell. So um, in every business, there's an 80-20 rule. And you're going to hear me uh, talk about this a lot. But in every business, 80-20 rule. So 80% of your revenue is going to come from 20% of your products. So, or, or even fewer. It might be 95% of your revenue comes from 5% of your products. It really just depends. So e-com is the same way. The problem with designing a product from scratch and then sending it to a, um, a company to fulfill that product, you don't know if it's going to sell. So the best thing to do is to sell a prototype. So, and one of the easiest and quickest ways of doing this without a lot of labor and a lot of like mind share from you is just sourcing it. So let's say you wanted to sell some workout equipment. Um, let's say a jump rope. Well, you have this really good idea for a ball bearing jump rope that spins really fast. Uh, and, you know, CrossFit athlete, athletes can use it for double unders. Well, you don't know if your jump rope is going to sell. So the next best thing is to go to like Alibaba, look for jump ropes and find some jump ropes that look like they're worth you testing out and trying to sell. So testing your product first. And then what you do is you request samples. So it might be two samples, three samples, five samples, whatever. Um, they send them to you, DHL, usually, you know, overseas. You import them into this country. So the shipping is fucking crazy. You know, so it's going to be like 50 bucks to ship five jump ropes, you know, and it's going to take three weeks to get here. Um, but at the same time, you're able to test that quickly. So you take those five jump ropes, you put them on your Shopify store, and if they sell through, then you reorder or you go and source the jump rope that you wanted to create. You now have a working prototype. Um, but if you go through all the expense of trying something without testing it, and then you, you have a thousand jump ropes sitting in your garage that aren't going to sell, then that doesn't work. You know, so sourcing e-com products is the best way to do it. Um, however, there's one that's even better, and it's drop shipping products. So you can do the same kind of testing by using a drop shipping plugin or app like Zendrop. So it lets you tap into thousands of products that are out there able to be drop shipped. You just add them to your store, you set a price. And then when somebody buys it, you collect the money and then it goes to Zendrop and Zendrop suppliers fulfill that product. 
it is the quickest and best way of testing something. Well, fast, really fast, zero risk. You know, you just throw it up in your store, you test it, you run some traffic and that's it. Now, the thing about e-com stores is eight out of 10 of your products are going to fail. So it's the, like I said, 80, 20 rule. So 80% of your revenue is going to come from 20% of your products or two out of 10. So two of your two of the products you test are going to be flyaway winners. The other eight are going to are going to suck. So you throw those eight products away, you scale the two, and then you go test ten more. So that's how you create an e-com store that works, um, either through importing, through creating your own stuff, or through drop shipping. So that's how you how you would source your source your products. Um, We've worked with a lot of e-com stores that they just don't specialize in anything. So think of um, like retailers. Retailers oftentimes buy uh, in season. They buy, it depends on the retailer, but some, I mean, if you think of the bar, bargain bin kind of pallet drop retailer. So the retailer, you know, you go to one of these supply liquidation um, events or so, you buy a pallet of stuff then you sell that pallet of stuff on your e-com store or on Amazon or whatever. Now you have a very limited supply, which means when you have a limited supply, you can't ramp up the ad spend and ramp down the ad spend. You know, so you have, let's say, three pressure cookers. You know, you can't continue to sell pressure cookers because you only have three of them. So once you're out of supply and you have no means of getting more, then uh, that ad is toast. So it doesn't make sense to invest a lot of money in something that you're not going to be able to run like a brand, like consistently, you know, over and over and over again. Um, so our building is at the corner of town here. So you get to hear trucks every once in a while and ambulances and all of that fun stuff. So uh, the video studio is going to be on the backside of the building, which is going to be awesome. Um, we're going to stay away from all this stuff, but for now, you get to hear 18 wheelers every once in a while on the back end of our live streams. Um, where was I? Specializing. Okay. So what you're going to want to do as an e-com shop is you're going to want to figure out the things that are, you're, are selling the best and you want to specialize in, in those things. So it might be a private line. It might be a, a hand-picked line. It might be whatever. You know, maybe it's eight or 10 things that you know your customers love buying from you. So those are the things that you want to stock and buy a lot of inventory of, uh, keep in stock and run ads year round or, you know, summer or fall, spring or whatever, you know, you want to run them for a long time for, uh, so those are your core first priority products. And those things are always in stock and you're always moving those things. And then everything else that is seasonal or that comes in, you know, that maybe you, you can buy a, a bulk order. Um, for the fall or whatever. All that stuff becomes secondary items that you might sell with a retargeted ad or you might sell with email. So, but your primary core offers, your core e-com products, those are what you're driving traffic to the most. Year round, cold traffic, warm traffic, whatever. And that's where you make the bulk of your money. That's your 80% profit or 80% revenue. And then everything else is secondary and you're driving traffic there through email. Um, Running traffic, that kind of gets into running traffic. When you can keep a campaign on for a while, 
you know, so if you can keep it on for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, you know, every campaign has an end of life cycle, you know, so we're always trying to actively pre prevent that end of life cycle. We're always trying to switch up ads and use dynamic creative and stuff um, so that we're not burning out the same creative. Um, but at the same time, every offer has a life cycle. Every, every ad has a life cycle. So what we always try to do is hit those core offers and we try to always be attracting cold, cold audience into our ecosystem, into our brand. So how that works is you have like one bucket and it's all cold ads. And then when they watch 10 seconds of a video, they go to a website, they like a page, whatever, then they get retargeted as a second ad set. So we have cold traffic, warm traffic. And what happens is, is well, it's July now, but um, in November, December, when traffic starts getting more expensive, then what we can do is we can just shut off. We can just throw away the cold traffic and we're only targeting the warm traffic, which lets us, lets us just um, more intelligently spend ad budget, you know? And then scaling stores, you know? So the last bit that I wanted to cover today. So basically, Scaling stores is mostly about identifying your core products and running traffic to those things and using every means necessary to promote those. And then understanding that you have your core products, your, the ones that are generating all the revenue, and then you have your secondary products, the ones that are generating a little bit of revenue and understanding how they, how they mix. Um, also, when you have your core products, you can arrange upsells, bundle offers, like any of that kind of stuff. So that's how to scale e-com stores, um, find products, run traffic, you know, and all that good stuff. So there are two ways that you can work with us. If anything, if you like more information, you like, you know, just more advice on how to scale your own stuff. It's two ways, go to doneforyou.com and that is going to lead you into like our services portal. And we're just starting something new called done with you. Done with you is where we don't necessarily push the buttons for you, but we help on a mentorship advisement coaching level. So we're, we're always with you, but we're helping you navigate the waters, you know, go through and, and just basically saving you months and years worth of time off of scaling your own stores in this case, or scaling your online business. You know, at the end of the day, like we have literally seen it all. So there are a lot of situations where done for you doesn't work but done with you does, you know? So that is what we're, that's pretty much how we're gonna roll out. Everything is gonna be, we're building consultingsession.com to really be the place where you can kind of self-select into whichever side you want. Um, but being that restarting these GSD dailies has kind of been a shotgun thing. Uh, that's in the works. <laughs> so <laughs> but if you have any questions at all, go to doneforyou.com forward slash start um, or comment below and we'll get right back to you. And um, We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks.